Welcome to another episode of TA at Home with Barry and Callie. This is Callie. This is Barry. Today, we are blessed. We are honored to have Medline's HR Person of the Year. We've got Camille Cody. Yes! <laughs> the best introduction of my life. I know, right? It turns out I'm really gonna, good. Um, yeah, can we re-record that so I can record it? Because I'm going to use it as I enter the room every time. I enter no, a room. every time we have a quarterly meeting now, I'm going to make uh, Ellie start it with that. It'll I mean, that's great. That intro for like gonna... the whole year, for the yeah. rest of the year. Exactly. Every time I. I mean, mm. realistically, you'll probably win 2021, <laughs> too. So we'll probably be able to keep using it. Oh, Camille, how does it feel to win HR Employee of the Year? Um, very humbling. Um, super surprising. Although I did, as they were announcing it, I got like one or two Skype messages or I guess as Karen was describing it, they were like, I think it could be you. And I was, The minute she started talking, I was like, it's definitely Camille. And I was like, no. I, I think I had, like took a picture of it. I wrote, like, no way. Like, not even a chance. And, you know, it was great. It was super exciting and um, something I'll remember for a really long time. So you're uh, the first person to have that announcement made over blue jeans, right? Do you do you think it was preferred or do you wish you'd been in the room with everyone there watching you? Um, so oddly enough, I have like a pretty big personality. I'm like Jersey, <laughs> Jersey through and through. Um, but I get really um, nervous, not nervous, but like uncomfortable when people talk about me in public. Like, can we talk about things that, like, are not all work-related? Like, I had to be medicated on my wedding day because I get, like, <laughs> hive Um, No joke. I, I blood pressure medication, so I was medicated. Um, all was good. Um, so I break out into these, like, hives um, when I get nervous. That's good because we couldn't see the hives from our computer screen. No, I think I, I like... You, Barry, because, like, I... I am same. Like I love being in front of a crowd. Everyone knows I love a mic. Like I just love. I a mean, mic. there's not a Christmas party that you I would no. ever go to without you. So no, just always give me a microphone. But right. I cannot help my physical reaction when I'm in front of a crowd, which is shaky hands. Like the worst. I mean, it's like this. Right. And it's yeah. not because I'm nervous. Like I love being up there. It's just yeah. this weird physical reaction. So I'm glad to hear you have one too. Yeah, I'm not nervous. Like, I, 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 no, I, same. no, I was not nervous to get married because, you know, I'm still I married. So great. <laughs> um, but I get these like terrible hives, and turns out it's my blood pressure goes up. So, uh, you know, like, I get like if I'm like, you know, talking to an employee and I'm super passionate about it, which happens a lot. Um, I get hives. Um, so, so yeah, so I was okay being on video. Super cool. Um, <laughs> I could, you know, hide a little bit, but, um, no, it was, it was awesome. It was super exciting. It was a really great year. We certainly worked really hard. I have the best team in the world. So, um, really it, it goes to them mostly. Barry, why do you, I feel like you have none of that, like no issues when you're up in front of a crowd 
Oh yeah, no issues. I get nervous yeah. before. Like I, I have to practice what I'm gonna do and say like in the shower the night before. But like <laughs> I once I'm in it, like I'm not nervous. You're at good. All. You're yeah. good. Like do you it's like so annoying. I mean, when you know what you're doing and you know what you're saying and you're prepared, you know, it's pretty easy to just Wow. Wow. So I'm not by the way, the way you said married reminded me of the way you say Barry, which is always just makes you me have laugh. said that since the day I met you. Yeah, say my name. Barry. <laughs> that's say, actually not That's because I tried. Did say, I say it like that berry? Just no, say that sounds like I'm saying a berry. I feel like it. this have, has to happen organically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people screw up my name all the time, so it's okay. What do they call you? No, I mean, most, well, like 90% of the time they call me Cody. Like I oh, get probably fair. four to five emails a day entitled, hi, Cody. And then they Honestly, probably think yours makes more sense. I have gotten an email that said, hi, Considine. <laughs> and I was like, really? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, come on. Zero man. sense. I get Zero Mr. Cutler a lot or Mr. Barry, sir. <laughs> I get. I I can attest to that because I did Barry's phone interview for you did? her job at Medline. Yeah. And I remember having her resume and being like so thrown off when she answered the phone because I was totally prepared to be talking to a guy. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Okay. No, yeah. I clearly. I think that's very clear. Yeah, worst day of my life. Ugh. <laughs> Best day of my life. Nice. So it's, otherwise, we wouldn't have this wonderful podcast, which is really that's, that's true. I that's mean, a good how many years has it been, Barry? 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 Now I'm going to practice saying your name. I'm never going to say your name again. You just say it's like so Jersey Shore. Um, right. I've been here five years. Same almost. Wow. Same. Five years that's... in December, it will be. How and did I've you had... end up here? How did you get to Medline? A good, great question. So I worked for Madison Square Garden before. And if you are not familiar with the New York City area, um, it's like the mecca of all sports and entertainment. I've seen it in the movies. You have. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. No, it's really cool. Um, so I worked um, at Madison Square Garden companies for almost four years. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so I did like lots of sports and entertainment, which is really fun. And interestingly enough, Madison Square Garden Companies owns three venues in New York, Radio City Music Hall, the garden itself, and another theater. And they also own the Chicago Theater in Chicago. So I have been there behind the scenes like a million times. Cool. Have you ever met a Rockette? Millions of Rockettes. They're actually like the bougiest people you've ever met in your life. As is Mariah Carey, my least favorite um she's oh my like, God. The, the, the hear queen? she couldn't hear it she's actually not very nice oh that brings me so much joy I want her to be a te- terrible person I just feel like she must be and that that makes me really joyful she's such a diva she's such she's... a diva who's oh, the coolest famous her. person you've ever seen or met well I mean I've 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 met Beyonce like in an <gasps> elevator um but Ooh, not elevators like... are not great for her either so that could have been right why right I mean thankfully it was just her not her husband or her sister um yeah, but um I don't know I mean Billy Joel's amazing if you're a Billy Joel fan he I does love Billy Joel. he's played at the garden like every month for like four or five years he does a sound check every single time 
and then like you could just go in and sit in the theater for the sound check and it's kind of like you're at at the concert so he's super cool um, I saw Billy Joel at Wrigley Field. Amazing. And it was the best time ever. Amazing. So how did you decide to leave this really cool job to come work at Medline? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a bummer now. This was really, <laughs> it's really cool. Um, but I had a baby. Um, and my my commute was really far. So I live um, about an hour and a half from the city. Um, and you have to take mass transit. Like, so there's no other way to get there. Um, that's reasonably close or takes some decent amount of time so i i realized that so in the garden right i have to be there to support all these employees that come to work at like 6 30 at night um or 5 30 at night uh before the event starts and it's not as easy as getting up and leaving at 5 or 5 30 like we would now so i uh i made a choice for my family and i still think it's the best decision i ever made because i get to see my kids grow up and i get to be here um before they go to bed um so it's really really cool I still have a ton of connections there I I get to see those guys all the time but um I still think it was a really good decision for my career and I'm super grateful so I we now we you know make syringes so I you know sports and entertainment making syringes yeah it's like it's great makes total sense really simple crossover there yeah honestly though the employees so at the garden I supported um so really different than than most concert venues. Everybody works for the garden. Whereas if you go to maybe where the Blackhawks play or where the Bulls play, I don't really know. Um, they wouldn't work for them. They'd work for like a third party. So it was a really similar employee base. Um, I supported everybody that put your hot dog on your hot dog bun to, you know, everybody behind the scenes, which is really similar to what we have today. Oh, my God. A hot dog sounds so good right now. It Every does. Every episode, you somehow have to talk about It does. Food. It sounds know, so good. It sounds really good. I mean. So, Camille, I'm going to be completely honest. So, we were talking about you. Um, love it. After the meeting in relation to, like, getting you on the podcast and you having children came up. And I don't think I was entirely aware of that. Really? And then I came to find that you have, like, what, like, seven of them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seven-ish. Um, no, I have 2.5 children, um, 2.5 what? being that I'm currently having, I'm going to have a third child. So can we like hit the, oh, da, da, da. she threw it out there. Just... Oh my God. Yeah. I'll put in like a, Woo! we're just breaking news on the podcast <laughs> that I'm having another baby. Um, what do you do? We've never had breaking news. This is like a first for us. I mean, pretty, I feel like Diane Sawyer. Yeah. I feel like the title needs to be breaking news. Of this breaking episode. news. I am having a third child, not a seventh child, but this will be it. For I the mean, children. it's like almost the same number. I mean, pretty much, right? Like two feels like 12. So you're moving from man to man to zone defense. That's a big jump. That's that's great. That was a really good analogy. I like. That. I know. Are you impressed? <laughs> that is weird because you hate. Sports. Do you like so sports? I no, I hate sports. <laughs> like zero interest. Uh, once again, I heard it in a movie once, and I yep. liked it. So that, I, I mean, that's it. accurate. Um, mm-hmm. We're you know we're super excited. My husband's a bit terrified because of that. Um, but this is it. So we're gonna. This is this is wrapping Calm. it up. <laughs> and uh the uh yeah so in october i'm gonna have a third baby um i have a five-year-old bo- almost five-year-old boy almost two-year-old girl and uh, a little new baby in um october we're not it's finding so out 
exciting. Ew, I hate you people. I know it. Teresa does this to us too, and it makes I me know. insane. So here's the thing. She has like eight Ooh. kids too, right? So she, she has gets approximately it. Approximately eight. Yeah, yeah approximately eight-ish. Um, so we found out the first two. We found out we were having a boy and a girl the first time around. And since this is the last one, we thought, let's be surprised because we don't really care. So, but what are you hoping for? Um, so secretly, can I be honest? Can I be like super duper honest? Be fully honest. Which of your children do you like more? No, I love them both equally. But here's the thing. (laughs) My husband has four brothers. And is like the most guys guy you've ever met. Um, and when you grow up with four brothers, I think you don't have like sometimes it's you're like always so like rough, like you want to throw everybody and like so <laughs> when he had when we had our daughter, um, it was the coolest experience ever because I got to see this like really soft side of him. Um, and now I secretly want her to be the queen of his world. Um, so like that's <laughs> She already is like I'm the queen, but she's really the queen. Oh my gosh! Can you go make sure it's a boy now because I need this to happen. <laughs> I, I so I'll tell much. you, I'm like 99.9% sure it's a boy because I just know. Um, so like, and you're gonna make us wait till October? October, approximately uh, the end of October because I'm having a C-section, so I'll get to pick. Let's choose not a pandemic. <laughs> it's my own fair enough. It's like my only <laughs> request. Um, yeah, so secretly i want nobody's in here in my house right now as i'm recording this secretly i want it to be a boy for the sake of letting my little girl be the only little girl so i want that also really strongly now (laughs) yeah it's really cute so i'm excited number three we have no more bedrooms for any more children (laughs) that's it i hope you don't have twins (laughs) no twins this is death not twins so you're you're the first HR person we've had on the podcast. So we've had TA people leading up to this. Okay. I feel so honored. I, right. Um, and I figured it would be cool if we asked you kind of how you partner with talent acquisition, um, just to give, you know, the entire TA side a look into manufacturing HR and that partnership and what it looks like. Good question. Barry, do you want to answer this? I mean, like, you're my partner in crime. <laughs> um, she keeps us <laughs> grounded. <laughs> um, so a lot, actually. Um, I think Barry and I probably talk more um, than most of my other business partners. But, um, you know, we, we, we work with TA on an everyday basis um, on a lot of different things. And I can like I know we're going to talk about successes, but success stories um, all the way around. We've you know, we we work to transition plans from fully temp models to um, direct hire models. And um, we we look to plan labor. And, and I mean, I think it's really a, a huge team effort. And when you're talking about in most cases, when we acquire facilities, you know, they they need I don't know. 40 people, Barry, wink, wink, but really like 120, um, you, um, you really build this relationship. And, and I think we've worked really hard to figure out how we each work together um, to kind of impact the end result. And we are not, I can tell you from my world, like I can't function at all without having this partnership. And um, it's been an evolving 
thing as kind of manufacturing HR has taken over, but I um, am manufacturing the TA portion of manufacturing. Um, but I, I think it's the best thing that ever happened. And um, I'm super grateful for the partnership. Barry? What do you, you think is the most important, you know, whether it's skill set or just personality trait? in a recruiter for you to best partner with them? Like, what do you really look for in that partnership? Um, I think for us in the manufacturing world, um, it's, it's mostly being able to relate to the workforce that we're looking to hire um, and being able to build that bridge. So in some cases, in some of my facilities, you know, our recruiter does a lot more handholding than, than maybe um, a, a recruiter outside of the manufacturing space would do. So, you know, we're creating email addresses where, and the recruiters are helping us with that. The recruiters are kind of getting people and forcing them through the process um, because English might not be their first language. So we have to use Google Translate to, to get there an interview or some, something like that. And um, I think for, for me, it's the relatability to the workforce that um, we're looking for and then the ability to kind of connect with them um, is really important. Um, and, and then I would say on top of that, I think the second biggest thing um, in a recruiter, like the partnership with that we have with our recruiters is there the ability to understand the business. And I think it, that's not just a TA thing. I, I think it's, it's something I try to breed into my own team on an everyday basis in order to be able to truly function and, and create this cohesive, this environment where, you know, we're building effective relationships through, you know, really being able to grow the business as an HR professional in any space. Um, your ability to understand the business and, and why we make decisions that we make will affect our recommendations across the board, both on a TA and HR side. So that's something I think is super, super important. It's something I, I pride myself on and something I try to instill in anybody that I kind of get to connect with in, in any space. One of the things we've been talking a lot about, you know, amongst TA as an entire organization is you know, obviously the challenge of working from home right now and being quarantined and having all these distractions in the house. But the other piece we've been trying to keep in mind is, you know, the the HR people like you, Camille, that are having to go into the facilities and the insane challenges that that has to come with in itself, right? Yeah. And, and trying to keep that in the back of our minds. What's been the biggest challenge for you um, working in the field during Corona and the pandemic. Yeah. It's, um, so for, for me, I've told everybody, um, you know, I think before coronavirus, I felt pretty comfortable kind of handling anything that was thrown my way. Like, you know, we deal with a lot in our world, um, whether it's the general side, the TA side, no day is ever the same. And, and I think certainly I'm really comfortable having tough conversations. I'm used to all of that. But I've, I've been challenged more during the last two and a half, three months than I can say I ever have in my entire career because we have to look in the face, we have to look in the face of our employees and ask them to come back here knowing that there's some amount of risk. We do everything we can t to mitigate that risk. And I, by the way, I think the things that Medline has done is above and beyond. And I think they're seriously contributing to flattening the curve for us as an organization coming from operating several plants on the HR side that have positive cases. Um, but I think the hardest part and the most challenging thing 
is really looking in their eyes and, and asking them to come back tomorrow, um, knowing that, you know, there's some sort of risk. And, and it's even hard for, for somebody like me while I have to go to the plant um, on, on a, you know, semi-consistent basis, right? I get to be home um, some days a week too. And, and even when I'm in the plant, like I, I can maintain appropriate social distancing um, way easier than, than our hourly employees um, on the floor. So I think that's absolutely been the most challenging. And I think part of it is sometimes I, we always like to pride ourselves in our world on asking. We, I, I think truly as a Medline HR group, holistically, we really very rarely ask people to do things we wouldn't do ourselves. And I truly believe that. And this has been challenging for me in that I'm kind of asking somebody to do something that I may not want to do. Or if, it were, if it were my kid, would I tell my kid to go to work every day? Um, so that's been, that's been challenging. Um, and um, it's, it's weird um, because you really want to say, be safe and you want everybody to live in their own bubble. But we, we truly do make um, products that are saving people's lives in all of my facilities. Um, and I'm grateful to them every day that, that they're doing it. So that's absolutely been, we are too. <laughs> that has absolutely been, um, it's been a, a weird few months, but certainly, um, growing and, and, you know, it's provided some growth too, in knowing that, you know, we're all working our butts off to, to get through it. So so awesome. knowing that you have had some opportunity to work from home and we know you've got two little ones in the house and another one on the way, what's that dynamic been like working from home with the kids also at home? Mm, great. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, been, <laughs> um, it's been really fun and really, really challenging. Um, they are not old enough to know when to not speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but we're really good. My husband's great. So he, he has a lot of time home now as well. So I'm super lucky, um, that he's able to, you know, help out. I, I set up shop in like my dining room, if you will. And my husband tells me every day you need to get out of here and go somewhere else because you are, they clearly are not going to leave your side. So you need to leave. Um, so I, I tend to go to the basement to hide out and, um, and whatnot, but it's, uh, it's been challenging. It's been super fun. I think there's some really great aspects to it that I'm really grateful for. And, and it's also been um, challenging in that it's, I've never realized so much, you know, we're really doing two full-time jobs. Like I knew we were before COVID, but now you're doing it at the same time. We're like, I'm very much used <laughs> to separating my work life and, and my, my wife, my life as a wife and mother and all that kind of stuff. And now it's just all here. My kids have joined a few meetings, um honestly that's my one of my favorite parts <laughs> of all this is when random children and or animals show up in video yeah. chat it brings me so much joy except for when your animal shows up in video chat then you yell at him that you're going to sell him to thailand true i, I do mean, say that i i haven't said that about my children yet but it is still midway through the the stay at home order so <laughs> back in your mean, mind it's back not mind. it's not impossible <laughs> um, no it's been really fun and there's a lot of things that I get to do with them that I normally don't um and um I think somebody's getting water in my house now so <laughs> so they're everywhere <laughs> gotta stay hydrated they're everywhere uh, but no it's, it's been really fun to get to experience a bunch of fun things with them and 
and still um, work harder than ever. I think I sent my first email this morning at like 7.15, which is not my usual uh, stance in my pajamas, but um, who cares? So it's it's been, who cares? been, um, it's been great. Whatever, Whatever it takes. takes. <laughs> um, On our other, go ahead. No, go ahead, Barry. Okay, cut this cut, cut this awkward part out or leave Fine. it. But you you choose. Um, I forgot I was gonna say. Oh, so we always like to end our episodes with a high and low of working from home. So, what has been your high and low? Low is personal space. Very little personal space. <laughs> um. I think I see one. Oh, yeah, there's like, he's here. On top of you right he's now. here. Can you say, <laughs> yeah, that's it. you want to say hi to everybody? You're talking to a lot of people or no? You're just, you're just relaxing. Um, and then the high is absolutely um, being able to, to see them more hours than I would on, on any sort of regular basis and be able to kind of be part of the milestones that I may have missed um, had I not, you know, had they have been in school or daycare or whatever and, I would have been at the office. So it's it's funny you said the um, personal space thing because I am very much a personal space person. Anyone will tell you I'm, I'm not really a hugger. Oh, I'm gonna hug you next time I'm I like, see you now. Once social distancing is uh, over, no. <laughs> I I prefer I could use feet, a hug. Me too. A six feet barrier, but right now I I mean I'm I need yeah. a hug. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, it's so I'm jealous of your children hanging well, all over you. It instead would be of really sending nice them to Thailand, I'll now. send them to you. That sounds good. I've been asking all my coworkers with children just to, if you want to leave one at my well, door, you know, grab it. Teresa, down. this is a plug to you. Your no. 8.5 children or whatever you have, just send one exactly. down. Exactly. No contact delivery. So Share the wealth. <laughs> Curbside pickup. No contact. Curbside pickup. <laughs> we'll treat them well. <laughs> All right. Well, Camille, you are such a badass. Thank you. And I am so glad that you agreed to do this. We are super lucky that you graced us. I want to be a recurring guest. I mean, I know Barry said we need um, large numbers of viewership. So view away. (laughs) If you get us, if you get us 100 views, you can come back. Ooh, Ooh, I like this challenge. I mean, accepted for sure. Um, (laughs) I will be blasting the link out to everybody and anybody and requesting. Send it to your old distribution list from um, Madison Square. Oh, right. It's public. Man, my mom can listen. (laughs) I'm going to send it to my family and tell them to listen to this beautiful honor. Um, You're 20 minutes of fame. We got we got the the biggest uh, uh, accolade yet when my brother my mom made my brother listen in the car on the way home from visiting me on my birthday, and his text to me was like pretty good. <laughs> well, I hope he listens <laughs> and again. That, that from my brother, good. that from my brother is like winning an Oscar for. Podcasting. I mean, it's like I, I this has been a great experience. I really want to be a recurring guest. I like would like I, I a like back. a weekly spot. Maybe I could have my own like. Well, we only do this weekly, so that would mean you were a new host, which I'm not completely <laughs> I mean, opposed to. Wow! I mean, talk <laughs> about honor. This is this is. 
take away the HR person of the year. I think I'm just going to roll with this. This is why I didn't want Camille to come on the podcast because I knew Kelly would try to replace me with her. As the <laughs> You're out. Host. Yeah, because we really we can only have two. So, Barry, I think this is your moment to just step down gracefully. I no, will do that. No. Anything for Camille. Anything for HR employee of the year. No, I'll just come back every once in a while. I love it. Everybody listen. And thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. All right. right, Thanks, Danielle. See you soon. Deuces, Barry.